I guess we, we should say, uh, obviously, you'll notice something different that uh, Pastor Bonnie's not here this morning. Um, she and Tamara are ill. Um, we have a, quite a few people out. Jewel is homesick, and I know there are others who are homesick or have been sick and, and everything, and that's why you'll probably see some of us in mass. We're trying to stay healthy for our service Wednesday night and then for Christmas and stuff like that. So I'm going to go, oh, we're going to go do announcements right now. Uh, year-end giving, 2022. Um, if you're in a place where you need like a good tax write-off or something like that, and that little extra push to get you over, we would appreciate um, a little donation. Giving nowadays is, is so much either, I, easier. I don't know if you remember a few weeks ago when I did announcements about Cash App, and I think I was the only one who didn't have Cash App. I now have Cash App. Thank you. I, I, I did the plunge. It's so easy. Um, I didn't like having to do some of the things. Christina um, can attest to that, telling me I was old, but I got over it, and it's all good, and it's, it's scary, but you live through it, y'all, if you don't have Cash App, but it's so easy to Cash App to Church Bunny. We, you can give on Tithely or the, the method here in this box right here. We would definitely appreciate it, appreciate it, especially at the end of the year. I know Bonnie's talked about how when we started back coming to church, we are paying full rent and full everything again, so our expenses went way up, and so we would appreciate that for sure. Church service project. All right, I think the kids today, right, are starting to pack bags for the homeless. Um, we continue to bring, you can continue to bring stuff like that every week, and we'll pack them up. Did you guys, who, who's done this before, where we've had them in your cars and being able to pass them out? It's just an awesome thing where you have like five or six of those gallon-sized bags full of stuff, and we see somebody in need. Uh, just to be able to give that to them, it, it really, really blesses their life. And those of you, there's a big pile back there who have already donated. We, we thank you so much for that. It really makes a big difference. And it's great for the youth. A great project for the youth is being able to give back to others. Oh, it is a different one. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, re I'm reading it as we go. Oh, yeah, the youth service <laughs> project. Uh, serving at hung Hungary... Serving the Hungry at Iron Gate, uh, December 28th. All right. I'm not yet. I don't even know what it is. Chris, you want to just say more? They're just serving food is what they're doing? or Awesome. That's great. Awesome. What a, what a great project to do, right? To get together, spend time together, give to other people, help other kids, and then go eat afterwards. That's awesome. All right, our holiday schedule. Uh, today, we're having church, y'all. Um, <laughs> just in case you didn't know, we're having church this morning. Um, and then Wednesday night, we have our Christmas service with a meal. It's, it's going to be awesome and great. Um, I'm, we're so excited about it, get, preparing for it and stuff like that. Invite people to come. It's just going to be a great time of fellowship and food and all the warm, fuzzy, good Christmas feelings on Wednesday night at 6 o'clock. Sorry. If you're decorating a table, um, come and see me after church because I can give you dimensions of the the size of the table, and also I just want to give you some details on when you can arrive. All right. And then Christmas Day, we will have no service, and then New Year's Day is to be determined. 
<laughs> All right, we're going to start. We're now we're going to do the lighting of the Advent candles. Okay, who are my teens that are going to be reading this morning? Lucas and Allison? Woohoo! Yeah, give them a hand, you guys. <laughs> I know as your one of your pastors and worship leader, it's intimidating for me to be in front of y'all, so I know they're probably a little intimidated too. The season of Advent reminds us of the hope we have in the humanity of Jesus. God came to us, leaving behind the glory of heaven to be a person feeling pain, joy, loss, and love. Today, we light the candle of hope because Jesus, heaven, came to earth. Advent reminds us of the price of peace. It came and lived among us. He felt stress within him and conflict with other people, yet he chose his path of peace, peace within himself and peace with humankind. Today we light the candle of peace because Jesus showed us how we live in peace. There is joy in anticipation of the Advent season, just as Mary waited for the birth of her son. We count the weeks and days to celebrate Christmas. Waiting makes space for imagination and participation and joy. Fills our heart in what waiting. Today we light the candle of joy because joy is the promise that the Holy is one coming. Loving shepherd, there is nothing we can do, be, or become that, that will earn your love. Your love is freely given to everyone. You care for your sheep with tenderness and concern. When one of us is lost, you pursue the one until they are found. Teach us to love one another like you love us. Open your eyes to see the neighbors as you see them. Attune our ears to needs as those around us. We might love them better. Amen. Thank you. I love our kids, our brilliant children, teenagers. All right, Amber. Are you all ready for a peace blessing? Yeah, we missed it last week, huh? We miss it when you're not here. Thank you. I miss being here. Good morning. Everybody turn around and say, happy birthday, Jess. Happy 
Where are the hearts? So this is um, great. This is a compilation of several snippets of peace blessings that have to do with joy, because that is the theme for today. So it may sound familiar, but hopefully still will resonate. And maybe just close your eyes and think about the things that bring you joy. It might not be something that I mentioned, but would bring up something for you. Peace to those who haven't laughed in so many days you've lost count. Maybe you have been afraid to hold the light when the world around you is on fire. But laughter is your birthright, and the sorrow proves the joy just like the shadow proves the sunshine. Peace to the ones who are longing for all of the sad things to come untrue. Sometimes it will feel like sadness is the only option, but joy comes in the morning, and it will be your strength. You are the beloved in Christ. Peace to you like the first cup of coffee, the last chocolate chip cookie, the double rainbow after the storm. Peace to you like the cool underside of your pillow, like freshly washed sheets, like a cool drink of water on a warm day. Peace to you like a 20-second hug, a rewatching of your favorite movie, another hour to sleep when you check the time. Peace to you like a friend saying, I love you, and remember, you are enough. Peace to you like a random act of kindness, running into someone you love and haven't seen in years, avoiding someone you never want to see again. Peace to you like all the bills being paid and then some, like the dog choosing you out of a room full of people, a rainy day when you have no obligations and a new book to read. Peace to you like God calling you by name. You are the beloved in Christ. Peace to you like a three-day weekend, like waking up from a bad dream safely in your bed like all of your favorite songs playing on a road trip. Peace to you like full bars of service when you most need to make a call, like surprise snail mail from a friend just to say they love you, like a plate full of your favorite foods and no concern for calories. Peace to you like Jesus saying, you are not my servant, I have called you friend. Peace to you like watching the sunrise over a mountain, the food a friend drops off when you are sick, the first autumn day you can wear a hoodie in Oklahoma. Peace like finding $20 in your coat pocket. The first bite of the best dessert you've ever had. The way their hand feels in yours. Peace like steady rain on a tin roof. Like a hummingbird stopping for a quick drink. Being squeezed a bit tighter when you just aren't ready to let go. Peace to you like a full night's sleep and a fun day ahead like puppy kisses and baby's breath, like your favorite person's laugh. Peace to you like fresh cut flowers on the kitchen table, like learning to love yourself, like not a single kernel left unpopped in the bottom of the bowl. Peace to you like Jesus asking, do you want to be made well? And then you are. Peace to the practices that used to bring you joy but have become tangled up in things that you don't want to remember. Maybe this time of Advent, is when you reclaim one of those. Sing loudly, dance wildly, light a candle, say a prayer, howl at the moon. Let your body remember, oh, you are enough. In this world, you will have trouble, but that is not the end, so take heart. The same well from which you draw your tears is where your joy springs forth. 
So let your tears water the earth underneath your feet and watch the flowers grow because you are the beloved in Christ. So you can breathe in deeply. Peace. Thank you. Let's soak that in for a minute. <laughs> wow. All right. How about we do some worship together? Why don't you stand with me? If you're able and you're willing, we um we decided to add some songs to the worship set. We've only been doing one or two maybe in the last few weeks but and we chose songs today that you know that we love and so I invite you this morning to sink in we sink into the melodies and to the lyrics and sing your heart out if that's what you need today or just be still and know that God is with you if that's what you need and enjoy your time this morning and may the wonder
You guys are waking up still, aren't you? <laughs> Hallelujah. Bend your knees, come. 
can clap or not clap. It's okay. You guys are being a little shy this morning, I feel like. Don't be shy. Shine through the shadows, burn 
every stronghold of sickness, addiction, depression, anxiety. I thank you, Father, that you are working in us and through us and with us to bring us to a place of light and life, of breath and peace and joy, joy that is our strength, joy that comes up from the inside when our circumstance on the outside is anything but joyful. I thank you, Father.
just the voices on this part cause all my life you have been faithful and all my life you have been so so good with every breath that I am able I will sing of the goodness of God. Yes, I will sing of the goodness of God. Hey, clap your hands. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Grab the microphone right there. Hi. Some of you don't know me. My name's Linda, and um, I was a pastor's wife for a century and a half. <laughs> and um, he went to heaven about four years ago, but the Lord showed me something, and I've had this gift for years. It has nothing to do with me. I see things, and he gives me pictures when it's time to share them with other people. And today I have a picture of someone who has a wheelbarrow that has a big lump of coal. It's huge. It's actually destroying you because you can't carry it anymore and you can't push that wheelbarrow anymore. It's breaking you and you think it's God and it's not. And I'm going to share a little testimony because we're, we, when we share things that we've gone down through the valley of the shadow of broken, sometimes it helps other people to know. And years ago, I broke. I'm spirit filled, I'm born again, I got these gifts. I'm doing all this stuff. I, my wheelbarrow is so full of lumps of coal and rocks. And every day I'm going to my knees saying, God, I can't carry it anymore. It's breaking me. I can feel it. I'm, I'm, I don't have any joy anymore. I'm angry. I'm bitter. I'm upset at people. I'm snapping at people. This is too much. And the Lord clearly said to me, well, what are you carrying all that around for? And I go, well, you asked me to. Did I? Because he told me, and it's the best thing I ever learned, and this is about 40 years ago, where God leads, he provides. If he's asking you to do something, and he's asked me to do stuff that breaks me, beyond, and he will you too, beyond anything you can carry yourself, because he wants to show you how big he is. But when he asks you to carry that stuff, he carries it with you, and you don't lose your joy. You actually find more strength. It changes you. It makes you into a better person. But when you're carrying stuff that he didn't ask you to carry, it breaks you. You lose your joy. You get angry. You're bitter. You don't trust him anymore. You're mad at him. And what he's saying today is that, and I'm just going to say one thing. Sometimes when you throw that coal out of your barrel, it's going to make some people unhappy because you're not carrying their stuff anymore. Not your job to make everybody happy. I'm just going to say that out loud as an old pastor's wife. I tried to make everybody happy. I thought it was my job. 
I picked up everything. I picked up the Sunday school. I picked up the women's ministry. I picked up the cleaning of the church because nobody wanted to do it. I had 10 foster kids. I had a husband. I had a job. I had um, volunteered in the community. I was on the council for the city because I thought it was my job to just be out there being everywhere and everything. And the Lord showed me that that's a people-pleasing spirit. And that's not necessarily from him. And he's okay if other people around you aren't happy if you don't pick up their stuff. And I'm just saying that because there's a freedom. And it's really hard to let go of stuff when you think you have to carry all this to keep everybody happy. But God is saying that big, and it's a really big thing. Somebody's got it. I don't know who it is, but it's destroying you. And he's saying, take that wheelbarrow. You ever had the front end wheelbarrow? Just pitch it. Let it fall. Let people be upset. But you get your joy back and in your, in your love with the Lord. And you'll find you can do a whole bunch more stuff because it brings you joy. But the secret is that I have found where God leads, he provides. His grace and mercy is there. Your joy is there. It may break you. may drive you to knees. may spend all the money you got. But you're happy. You're happy because you know you're doing what God wants you to do. But if you're so, look in your wheelbarrow. You may be carrying a few things that you're not supposed to carry. And then God's just saying, let it go. Just let it go. Start the new year with an empty barrel. Don't carry everybody else's stuff. Okay? <laughs> Amen. Thank you for that. And thank you for raising your hand. That's, it means a lot when you have something like that that you really feel impressed to talk about and someone acknowledges, yeah, that's me. Amber, you want to come up and share your reading with us? Okay. Hello again. This is from a book called Honest Advent that my beautiful wife found. And I don't know this person. His name is Scott Erickson. I don't know anything about his theology, but she was looking for a book that might fit with our theology, that might be fun for us to read through Advent. And we've read through several of them, and it seems great. So I don't know if I can recommend it wholeheartedly, but at least some of what we've seen is great. So if you're looking for something for Advent next year, consider this one. Um, this is a section called Assumptions that we picked out last night. It's assumed that Mary rode on a donkey, but the Bible doesn't say she did. It's assumed there was an innkeeper, but it doesn't mention one anywhere. It's assumed there were three magi, but it doesn't give a number of those who showed up. It's assumed there was a star overhead when Jesus was born, but it doesn't say that either. It's assumed that Jesus was born in a stable, but all it says is that he was laid in a manger, and that could have been any number of places. Christmas comes with many assumptions, some helpful, some not so much. Spirituality also comes with many assumptions, and the ones that fail us are the ones we make about what it's supposed to look like, who is worthy for it to happen to, and what kind of outcome it's supposed to have for us. Assumptions like, you should be more than you are now to be pleasing to God. Your weaknesses are in the way of God's plan for your life. Your lack of religious fervor is a disqualifier for divine participation. You're probably not doing it right. 
other spiritual people have something you don't have. Our assumptions hinder our spiritual journey in all kinds of ways. And the antidote to assumption is surprise. The surprise of Christ's incarnation is that it happened in Mary's day as it is happening every day in your lack of resources, your overcrowded lodging, your unlit night sky, your humble surroundings. It's a surprise that life can come through barren places. It's a surprise that meek nobodies partake in divine plans. It's a surprise that messengers are sent all along the hidden journey of life to let you know that you are not alone. It's a surprise that you will be given everything you need to accomplish what you've been asked to do. It's a surprise that nothing can separate you from the love of God. Nothing can separate you from love. Your assumptions believe there must be something that can, but surprise, nothing can. May you thank God with joyful surprise at how much you have assumed incorrectly. That was awesome. It's almost like, like with the peace blessings, like we need to hear it again, right? <laughs> to, to take it all in. Good morning. Good morning, Jessica. Last night, you know, when you get the call from your pastor that says, I'm sick, I'm not going to be there. Sometimes we have the freak out moment, moment like, what in the world am I going to say? Who's got it? I sure hope I has it today. <laughs> you know, and then after that freak out moment happens, not bad, but, you know, just a little freak out. Um, you just go on with your day, praying and doing the things that you need to do. And then for me last night, um, I was actually uh, rearranging my to-do list when uh, something uh, came to me. But I was rearranging my to-do list of all the things I needed to do this week, right the week before Christmas. And I don't know if you guys were like me, but I, I started with the list and then I kind of just, it just went all the way around, right? So I completely left my to-do list. I was bouncing all the way around. And then I got to thinking about all the changes that happened this year. Um, and how, for us, Christmas is going to be a little different this year, you know? And, and I know a lot of other people, their Christmas this year, Christmas this year is going to be different, like it never has been before. And... Um, you know, sometimes they're good changes. Uh, sometimes they're challenging changes, uh, hard changes. Um, and I think, um, I heard someone say it before, it's kind of like um, um, like an interesting mosaic of life. You know, like in a mosaic with the tiles, if everybody's making one right, they're all made out of the same glass tiles, but they're all going to look a little different. It's different for all of us, yet we all share in the changing of life. Sometimes finding joy in the changes is easy, and sometimes, y'all, is hard. It's very challenging to find joy in things sometimes. Last night, um, I was pondering. You guys ever ponder? I was just pondering on the sofa by myself. Christina was working. I may crack myself up because I'm like, you're really pondering on the sofa. Anyway. Um, <laughs> 
But I was just thinking about, you know, all the changes of my life this past year. And then it kind of expanded, like, to the world and then, you know, friends and family. But my, after going, you know, my to-do list, going all the way around and everything, I kind of made myself, I came back to Christmas and this week and uh, the birth of baby Jesus. You know, sometimes that, you know, the manger scene and everything that happened, you know, it doesn't, I don't think about it in my day-to-day life, right? And sometimes it, I mean, it's almost, um, well, I won't say irrelevant, but it's just far removed from my day-to-day life. Um, And then this, um, I was listening to something on TV, and it made me go to this verse uh, in Isaiah, and I know you guys know it this time of year, and, but it brought this freshness uh, to my soul last night as I pondered, you know, um, how baby Jesus um, impacts my life today. It truly, truly gives us cause for joy just to stop and listen. In the verse in Isaiah 6 through 9, it says, For unto us a child is born, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, <laughs> Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Guys, any need you have in life right now, in this challenging, our challenging last landscape of our mosaic that we're trying to put together and stuff like that, can be answered by Jesus. I appreciated the music this morning. Everything was Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I'm like, yeah, 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 let's do it. Let's do some Jesus this morning. Anything you're going through can be answered by Jesus. If you need wisdom or strength, anybody need some wisdom or strength this week? I need some strength for sure, right? He will be your counselor. If you need a mountain moved, and I know people need some mountain moves in here, (laughs) maybe one or two, he's our mighty God. He can do that. If you need comfort, this week, I need comfort this week. I'm just being honest. Forgiveness, I probably need some forgiveness. Or gentle healing and or all of those things. He is our everlasting father. Y'all, y'all get that? He's our everlasting father. If your heart is anxious and or troubled, he's our, he's our prince of peace. He will be peace to you. Jesus is our rock. He's our hope. He's our ultimate cause for joy, right? So today, I know this is short, but this is what he gave me last night. (laughs) So today, let your heart pause with thankfulness. Or this week, as we prepare for Christmas this week, look at that major scene, either physically or in your mind, with fresh wonder of all he is to you. Let that joy seep into the changes of your life. All the changes that we've had this year, just let that joy just seep in and saturate your soul. There's no need or no change that we will face that he will not meet them. He will meet every need that we have. He's so much more than just a baby, (laughs) y'all. He's not just a baby in the manger. I invite you to um, 
um, to invite him into your changes. I've been through this. I'm going through this. Um, and I don't know what to do. Invite him into that. Let your joy, let the joy fill your soul. Let it seep in. And I know, I know it's hard when changes have been hard and it's rough. But if you let yourself go there, let yourself feel him and let it seep in, it's going to, uh, it's going to change your week and everything. That's all. Thank you. That was awesome. Hi. It's good to see all of you this morning. Thanks for, um, you know, we always say thank you for getting dressed and taking the time and making your way here to this house. And there's a lot of you here that I know, and there's some faces that I haven't seen in either a really long time or ever before. And I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for coming. And thank you, Pastor Marsha, for that beautiful message. It doesn't have to be big and long, huh? It's just potent. Gets right. We, we're. <laughs> she said we're beating the Baptists to lunch today. It's never the same twice at house church, is it? <laughs> um, I, I didn't have a reading to share with you this morning because I knew my heart was going to be to minister to you through music. But I want to say that this week is joy. The theme is joy. And I know that for some of us, joy is a really hard thing to even consider because of the time of year it is, because of mental health, because of the depression we're facing or the anxiety, because of families that we either get to be part of and it's stressful or we don't get to be part of because we've been told that we can't be. There's so many things that could steal that joy, right? But I want to say that joy isn't based on our circumstance and the things around us. It's like the peace of God that surpasses human understanding. It's that peace that rises up on the inside of you no matter what's happening around you. It's that joy is the same thing. It's that, it's that something on the inside of me that gives me that little bit of extra that I need to get up out of bed or to come to worship practice when I'm having a really bad day or to have a service when I'm, like, scared. Um, it's that, it's something deep down on the inside of you that God has given you. It's not something that we have fabricated in our humanity. It's not something that our culture gives us. It's not something that we obtain because of our job or because our socioeconomic status or because of who we're married to. It's not anything that we can fabricate. It is of God, which means it is eternal, which means it is deep down on the inside of you, which then means it is always accessible, right? It is always accessible to you, and it will give you strength. It will give you strength. Our part is to call upon it, to take a moment and to breathe and to remember and to recall who we are. We are the beloved of God. 
Say that. I am the beloved of God. I am the beloved of God. Oh, say it louder. I am the beloved of God. Say it again. I am the beloved of God. I have peace. I have joy. Hear yourself? Do you hear yourself saying that? Remember that. You know how you hear a pastor and you're like out of church and you're driving down the road and all of a sudden you hear your pastor's words in your head with their voice? Remember your voice. Remember what you just said. And carry that. Carry that through this holiday season. I'm not going to stand up here and tell you that it's easy for all of us because it's not easy. But there's also joy to be had. There's wonder to be experienced. There's Jesus, the birth of Jesus. There's all of these beautiful parts and traditions and pieces of the holiday season that we do get to experience that we could allow us to have joy, right? So try to come up out of wherever you are. Come up under the yoke of Jesus. Allow yourself to be light. Allow yourself to feel joy. Allow yourself to feel peace. Allow yourself to be at rest. Amen. So we're going to do communion. And you all know that there's several different ways you can participate in communion with us. Let me get this here. Over here we have um, the rocks. I love the rocks because the rocks are a, a tangible thing in my hand that I can pick up as a representative of something that's heavy, like what Linda was talking about. And you put it in the water, and it's like in the water, it doesn't. the water doesn't feel the weight of it, so then now you don't feel the weight of it either. And you can do that. There's cards over here you can... Write yourself a note, put it in the box, and then next year come back and see where you were at this time. That's always so much fun because you come back the next year and you're like, wow. And you recall that moment. And then you can recall all the awesome and amazing things that have happened since then. And then over here, we have the cross, and you're welcome to come and light a candle. And take your time. Don't feel rushed. This is not like you don't have to run through this. And then once you're done, come into line, and Marsha and I are going to do communion with you, or I'll do communion. This week, we, um, we're doing it a little different because the truth is there's a lot of sick out there right now. There's a lot of people that are ill, and so we're trying to do everything we can to keep everybody safe and healthy so that you can be with your families on the holiday season, and you can be here on Wednesday. So um, when you come up and take communion, then go back to your seats, and then we'll, we'll open and share communion together. So go ahead and come on up and do your, take communion and go through your process.
All right, let's stand together. On the night that Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and he broke it. Thank the Father for it. Said, This is my body broken for you. Take and eat the body of Christ. Receive healing and peace. And he took the cup and he lifted it up and said, This is a new covenant of love. This is your new covenant of love. This covenant represents no nothing between you and God. There's no thing between you and God. House church, take and drink. through this week and you find peace and you find joy and you find comfort and wonder in the season that we're in. May you be blessed in your going in and your coming out. I speak healing to your lives, health in your body and life in your bones. I thank you, Father, that you are meeting every need that we have. Thank you for comfort. I pray that everything we do would be filtered through loving kindness. Thank you for going with us. Thank you for being with us. And thank you that we get to share this season together. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
You are dismissed, House Church. Oh. Yeah. Awesome. Woohoo! Give them a hand clap for all that work they just did. All right. 